Welcome back, everybody, to the MTV Challenge Accepted Podcast presented by the Underdog Podcasting Network. We're expanding, by the way. I don't know if you know this. The Underdog Podcasting Network is on, obviously, Apple and Stitcher. There's got a new app called Stereo. Have you ever heard of that? You can catch the show on that as well. Um, but let's get right to it because the show was short this week. Not a ton to talk about. Episode 13, The Spy Who Loved Fessy was the name of the actual episode, which shows you you're about to be in for a bad time i think <laughs> um, i'm your host andrew gallison along with my co-host and brother dondrick how are you doing dondrick was this more commercials than episode this week you know i didn't realize it i watched it on dvr and i, and I didn't realize it was short until like it was almost halfway through and and like yeah there's no curveball coming you know it was like a fastball yeah. right down the plate well i just look at the little bar on the dvr you know like the little right fast forwarding toggle bar and I got to the, they got to the finale. I mean, sorry, the elimination, there was so much time left on the bar. I was like, Oh my God, something must happen in this elimination. And I was like, no, it's just a short episode. Right. So mine, a- mine only did an hour. It didn't, it didn't extend long, I guess. Um, but let's go let's take a step back. So last week we had a memorable episode. CT betrayed big T and switched to kill a cam, you know, kind of shock waves through the house. Um, and it led to some new teams as well. Obviously, CT and Cam, and then Kyle ended up with Nani and Corey and Gabby. And those ladies would play a big role in this episode, because really, you know, the problem was there's it was too neat and orderly. So five skulls have been awarded for the men, four have been awarded to the women, and there's only two without um, who are eligible, as they mentioned, because Big T was a rogue. So you had Nani and Gabby, and it was just like an inevitable. Let's just let these two go up against each other. There's no twists and turns at all. Yeah. And I have in my notes here is that the gold skull for, format, does this work or not? Hey, this was definitely the the fear is that if you just wait your turn, eventually you'll get a shot. Everyone will go in order like, you know, ducks on a line or lemmings or something. So and would literally big teeth be the only person that didn't get a shot at going in? Well, if they didn't do it, if they stopped now, um, she would have been the only woman who did not get a chance to go. Uh, I, but I think it sounds like they're going to keep her around, so she is going to get a shot, theoretically. And I don't think anyone's going to block her from getting that shot. It puts the show in a dilemma because we said at the beginning of the season this only works because last season it didn't really work. It only works if people are punished for not not going in. And you know what? It it would have worked if Lolo Jones didn't didn't leave because then she would have been fighting for it you think so more or less because she really would have fought in the the daily and that that was one of the parts that got off to such a slow start to this episode they come up with this whole like torture chamber survive the night daily which they've been teasing now for two weeks they've teased this cliffhanger six different tasks and it ran for hours and the problem is like no one was really trying and it was just lame. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as it wasn't as good as it like they made it seem. Um, and I don't know if it would have been even if everyone was trying, but it it could have been if you would have had you know four or five teams really pushing maybe. In terms of competitiveness, certainly. Right. However, they hyped it up. I think it was for me, you know, watching scenes from the next and ending on a cliffhanger. You think something really crazy is gonna happen in this torture chained up thing, and it was like a lame, low budget escape room you know what i mean where right. of course you had to eat disgusting stuff which 
And, and Casey and Leroy didn't really have a reason to win, but they were just in the lead. Gabby and Corey were coming on strong. Um, couldn't quite pull it out. So Casey and Leroy win. Well, Leroy wanted to win, it seemed, and I don't know or if Nani this is editing, to help Nani, who right. very much decided, no, not worth it for me to earn it myself. Well, that's the problem. If Nani really needs a skull and she she even quit, TJ scolded her at that moment and afterwards the whole house for not trying. But if it was just an inevitable, you know, Gabby versus Nani, what's the point of trying? What Was it inevitable Gabby versus Nani? I'm trying to think if there's any other circumstance where they would have not just let them go in. I don't see I'm, it. Well, wouldn't Nani has more allies, right? Right. Than Gabby. So you think Nani could get to pick her competitor, but the other women have skulls, so they don't want to go in and they're all tougher than Gabby basically. So would any of them pick anybody else? I mean, big T not being there eligible is like throws a, wrench into that yeah but essentially it comes down to let's say that nani decided she's the house vote or something which i and then leroy her friend would pick her competitor right but he would pick i mean he couldn't pick big t so he would have to pick gabby i mean there's really no way around it i think you're missing someone here no i don't think so i i don't think i am because cam has a skull they're not picking her anisa has a skull i think they're scared of her in elimination casey no that's the question that's what i'm getting to okay would you go for anisa if i had if i didn't care anything else would i rather fight anisa than gabby maybe depending on the elimination um Oh but yeah, probably you, not. Because then you're also making an enemy, and she's friends with you, according to Nani. So that's true. I, I don't know if you want to make waves, but okay. So let's go back before we get to that. After okay. this, Casey and Leroy win. Wait, hold on one sec. So just in terms of this challenge, um, I've never been a fan of eating challenges. Just visually, it always grosses. Yeah, me. I don't, I don't get the appeal either. But they, it's a staple on Survivor. On these, they do Fear it all factor. the time. Fear factor was big, right? <laughs> and I just can't, I just don't like seeing people vomit. Right. I don't know why that's allowed on TV where it's so acceptable. But I have a strategy for this that I want to give everyone. But I, before you get, I agree with you. Like, I don't find it fun or appealing to watch. I think it's gross when they vomit, obviously. There must be something to it, though, because they keep doing it. It must be like watching a car crash. But you know, I could see maybe you can make the argument. Sometimes it's fun to watch like the really creepy stuff. Like you have to eat this wiggling scorpion. Ugh. <laughs> I, I, the ones where it's like the challenge is more just like eat a bunch of stuff and then throw up. It's like, you know, it's just like I, that doesn't appeal to me as much. Neither they used, do, they but. did that once. Um, but this, they did one in the previous season. I forget which season where they had to weigh themselves before and after. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but. It's also like those shows where it's like surgery shows. They show you like the surgery. Ugh. Like I didn't get, I don't like that stuff, but anyway, yeah. it must do well because they keep doing it. But anyway, so my thing, my strategy, if you're doing with this challenge, gross eating challenge. Right. Which is a staple of the show. Like even on like Reddit, social media, like when you list people's like quality, strength, endurance, eating ability, you know, it's all, <laughs> it's like a thing. Well, I guess the one time I did like this is with Tony's famously. Oh yeah, he ate a lot. Everything that was. And uh, CT is good at it, which is fun to watch too, because we usually like CT. Yes. Okay, but here's the strategy. They don't penalize you for throwing up. Right. So just eat it and throw up. 
just shove it in your mouth real quick, then spit it on the ground. Or, you, you know, people do this when they have to drink, you just like kind of messily drink it and like pour some on your. Yeah, definitely. Messily drink, spill a lot and then th- throw it up a lot. You don't need to really throw it up. It doesn't need to be regurgitated. In my strategy, I have it in my mouth and then I pretend to throw it up really quick. That's fair. I, I Although I do like it too. You couldn't do that. Obviously the challenger, I think it was the ruins where they had to weigh themselves after. Um, it's, I think the, the eating challenge works a little better when it's like part of the final. Cause it's like well, drink they, like five gallons of old milk and then run 10 miles. Like that seems hard. They hinted that it will be in the final. And that was another good moment when Jay and Jenna, Jay, yeah. remember Jenna's ex? Yes. Quit the final. Cause he had to like drink something. That, my, so I guess my strategy some- would be, you know, my strategy would be, and some people do this is plug your nose because like, that's part of the, the repulse the factor. factor. Yeah. System, yeah. I guess we're saying it's not fun to watch, but we listed a bunch of amazing <laughs> moments of we're challenge. prepared. We're prepared to go in there and do it. I, I, yeah, it didn't seem that bad to me. Um, okay. So a week challenge, TJ got mad at them after, and then even possibly grosser, um, Fessy, <laughs> Fessy's romance. Uh, so he's macking with Gabby and <laughs> I wrote down his line. It was, I thought it was like, I don't even mind Fessy, but he was just getting under my skin this episode. You know, do you remember his line to like woo her, Gabby? I couldn't really make it out, to be honest. He said, I'm very observant and I've observed you. I'm very, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested. In you. It's like, oh, wow, thanks. It's like creepily watched me and. <laughs> I it does conjure up strange images. I think it's, I think it probably is in response to her saying like, we don't really talk a lot, but he's like, well, I watch you and I see how you are. And it's like, okay, creepo. Um, well, it works. It works. Him. Yeah. And I, you know, I can't blame Gabby or Fessy for that. It's like, you're in the house together. You got to do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, Corey asked him about, this is the more interesting part, him, you know, Gabby versus Tori. And then Fessy kind of deflected, didn't want to answer, said it was a very complex situation. I'm not sure why. I don't understand the complexity. One girl's engaged, one girl's available. What's what's the, you know, arithmetic here? Well, I don't know if I should talk. I mean, we're kind of strict about, spo- I don't think this is a sort of spoiler though anymore. Everybody no, should. I think it's too late. We know that Tori broke up with Jordan at, the, at some point. Um, well, there's that, but there's something else. Oh, I don't know this. Okay. Well, maybe don't tell me anything else. Well, but that's the thing is I don't know if it qualifies as a spoiler. Well, I'm guessing they're going to get together. Why would they, you know, allude to it so much, I, I, but I don't want you to even say, cause I don't like spoilers, but I will say this conspiracy theorist in me if he's saying it's complicated the only way it's complicated is if one of two things happen tori is in the process of breaking up with jordan during the show or they've already broken up and just didn't want to publicly announce it um so they were like legally separated kind of when she was on the show it is very odd though on the production side to include this moment between Corey and Fessy talking about Tori, who has not been on the show for multiple episodes, episodes or something, yeah. right? So that was a little strange. Usually 
You don't see yeah, that. I thought they were going to plant it like Gabby would find out he said that and get mad at him. But that yeah, but it had nothing either. to do. Yeah, that's a good point. So it was it, complete filler in an episode that was only an hour long. That's not yeah. filler, I guess. It was interesting. It was, it was filler, but it still might have been maybe one of the more yeah, interesting. It moments. was definitely the highlight. Um, because after that, uh, well, let me ask you this. Fessy does seem genuinely interested in Tori. Uh do you think he is interested in Gabby? We've asked you this before to, to break it down. What percentage is I'm interested in hooking up with Gabby? What percentage is I want her to pick me and get me away from Anissa? Oh, yeah. you. I haven't really bought into that level of conspiracy theory. I think it's just they both happen to coincide. Um, I don't know. I think it's uh, there's a 20% of that at least. Well, we definitely see that that is on Fessy's mind in terms of really wanting to actively get away from Anissa, which I thought was a very smart strategy, by the way, right. to throw the challenge. We didn't talk about that, but he threw the daily. Right. That's true. Um, and then, uh, it, and Gabby, I think it, I think it's that 20% because Gabby's one of the only people left who's probably going to go into an elimination who has a chance to steal him. Um, we didn't see him working over Nani in the same way, but so we get to the deliberation and it's a, the kindest, gentlest deliberation. They even agreed that, you know, Gabby would be the house vote and Nani would be sent in by Leroy. Yeah. The only kind of intrigue I think would be like the switching partners. They called him out and said, would you switch partners? And they kind of had this awkward silence. And that was the first time I think they've ever really talked about that in the deliberation room. Yeah, I, I agree. And it, that was really the only intrigue. Um, you obviously figure, I don't know. I mean, we can talk more about that later on, but then we go right to the elimination. And this is one of kind of a disappointing thing because it was a great elimination, I thought. It was it called was, Operation Ring of Spies. You have to run, solid, grab a ring, and then it becomes kind of like a pole wrestle ring grab thing. And it's best of three. I thought it was a good elimination. You don't agree? I thought it was a good elimination. It was a solid elimination event right you would want to see that any any time yeah um, classic i thought that was great i just it wasn't that wowed by the matchup i think it was it was entertaining yeah i think it was entertaining because it was even and i think or in my head it was even um you know nani they really played up like the stigma of her being a loser in the past Kyle it's sort of like for me what degrades it is the fact that nani won and to me, it's like it couldn't have been that good of an elimination if Nani won the oh, elimination. I think that's really harsh. I think that's it harsh. is harsh, but I'm being honest. It's like cutthroat. Brad and Tori won. So I'm thinking the season couldn't have been that good if Brad and Tori won cutthroat. <laughs> I you know don't what know. I, mean? I, I thought it was an even match. Um, they were playing up more Nani never really winning more than they did playing up Gabby's, you know, second chance at elimination. They mentioned it, but they didn't focus on it. Um, so but to your point, it was a solid, competitive. Absolutely. And I think well, they tried hard. Um, so, and Gabby even won a round. She won the first round. Um, so there was looked, drama there. You thought she was going to win. Yeah. I thought she was going to win. She looks stronger. They, they have alluded to her being like an MMA fighter or something in the past. She's a, a professional trainer, apparently. Oh, is she? Okay. And the second round, Nani was like faster to the ring. And then notably, like she was like kneeing her in the helmet. Like she was playing Scrappy. rough. Very scrappy. And then round three, dramatic. They played Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Yeah, as Nani little... got it. 
And then as Leroy called out, hit him with the juke. And she did. She <laughs> did like do like a football juke. A um, good juke, right? Yeah, like Ladinian Tomlinson or something. And then weaved around and got the win. I see, I I am, you know, I'm not a Nani fan, but I thought it was a good contest. I was happy for her. She proved herself to some degree. This is her first time winning a single elimination where it's not a team. And I don't think it was a layup. I don't think, I mean, we've always debated like, is Nani like the average competitor? And Lo- maybe below Gab- average. Or, yeah, maybe below average. And I think Gabby's below average too. But I think this kind of proved that Nani's at least average. It showed to me, I think you're right. You're right. And Nani showed a fight, a grittiness, which was yes. impressive. Like she didn't, when Gabby was winning that first round, she didn't give up. You know, right. she was fighting all the way until literally she hung it around the, the whatever, that pole thingy. And she seemed to like have more gas in the tank than Gabby did. And some degree of athleticism because she was faster to the ring. She did a couple jukes. She fought pretty hard. Gabby didn't overpower her. Yes. Um, like, I don't think this is in the same boat as her old partner, Josh, getting so emotional when he beat Mechi or Michi. Like, that was just like a joke of a... This was like, I thought even, and I thought she deserved to celebrate it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. There's a, and it's a little bit like you beat a rookie. Um, It's not like... But I'll beat- tell you, I see, I'll keep defending her because of, of those like, Big T's not a rookie, but of that alliance... I think Gabby's tougher than Big T. I think Gabby's tougher than Little Amber was. I think, you know, and Liv who left home early. Like, I think she was okay. I think Gabby's fine at this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that Gabby seems okay, but she's also not that known of a quantity. Right. It's not like a resume building thing, but... um, but to I, your, yes, I think you're right. You're right. I'm being hard on Nani. Yeah, you're I'm being hard because you're being, you're mad at the show and you're taking it out on Nani, I think. because she did her best she did do her best and that's good for nani and let's get to the next part of nani her big decision afterwards so and it was i thought a legit decision because she's partnered with kyle who's dumped her in the past but he's a good competitor he'd be good in a final you can pick anyone else she ends up going with (laughs) uh, the ladies man fessy did you think that was the right pick or not? And did you think she would make that pick? Um, I, I I thought that she would make the pick. I think so. I, did, I think that she would choose Fessy. And we don't have too many. The final has to be coming up. Right. I think it's probably next after next week, I would guess. You think so? I think they'll do one kind of purge, quote unquote purge, and then do the final. That's my guess. I don't know. That can be. So it's coming up. So you really have to be thinking about the final, in which case I think that it was actually the wrong choice. Because you think Kyle would be better in a final than Fessy. Yes. I think, and we have direct evidence last season, Kyle did better than Fessy. I was, you know, I think there had to be some temptation on her part to pick Leroy, who's her buddy and is good and she can trust. I think maybe Leroy didn't want to be picked by her because he has a good partner in Casey that might have prevented it. But I'm surprised but it, that wasn't discussed. It definitely seems like the the thought in the house is that Fessy's the top dog competitively. That just does seem to be what the, the it's like an eye of the beholder. Like everyone right. sort of seems to think that, right? And I don't think that's accurate. 
In terms I don't think it's family. accurate either. He's bigger and stronger and he's like Zach, you know, in the past, like, you know, he's a good elimination guy. He's a good daily guy, but I don't think I'd want to be anchored to him in a final. Exactly. So it's confusing size and just like that overpowering factor for final prowess. You know, it but reminds really me in the final, you want to be like Jordan. You don't want to be like Fessy. Absolutely. Right? And Fessy beat Jordan in an elimination, but Jordan would beat Fessy in a final. Absolutely. Right? You know, it's funny. The other podcast I host is about the NBA. And there is some correlation because, you know, like guys like James Harden and Giannis are really good in the regular season. And then there's debate debate about how good they are in the playoffs. We talk about it all year long. We've been talking about this in the in the show. There is a major difference between how good you are before the final and how good you are in a final. Um, they're totally different skill sets, at least the way the show is structured now. But what about Darrell? I mean, like he, maybe he's too attached to Amber, but I think he's somebody that would be really good in the final too. Definitely. I actually, here's a hot take. Of all the guys left, is Fessy the worst in the final? It's possible because you look at, you know, Fessy and CT are like the big burly types who usually gas out. But CT at least has recent history of completing them. And he's good in the puzzles and the producers like him. So if there's any way they can give him an edge, they might. Um, Kyle and Leroy are sort of on that level of like contender status, but have not quite gotten over the top yet. Kyle seems the best, the most well-rounded to me. I, I don't think Darrell, just because I, I think his endurance is strong. I forgot about Darrell. Yeah. So, it, yeah, but he's older now. So, you don't, he's older, but he, but he seems like he's in really great shape. So, yeah. And, and maybe this is 10 years ago, but he was a boxer at some point. Like, boxers have an incredible endurance. Um, so, yeah. I would, I would lean he's to not Durrell. like, he's not, he's older, but he's not like Evan Starkman coming back, you know, 30 pounds heavier, older. Right. So, he's right. still like, and I think he's he also is a professional fitness trainer, so he's definitely in good shape. <laughs> but they're they're all in you know equivalent. And there's not much fat left to be trimmed on any of these people, actually. Like maybe Big T is, but she showed some stuff there, her stuff this year. Um, yeah, Corey was an I option. I forgot about Corey, but Corey did better in the final than Fessy did last year. Too. Yeah, Corey's an option. The fact that he didn't have a skull, I think, does hurt him. Um, you don't want to like, you can't, you wouldn't pick Corey over right. Kyle and Nani. I mean, after this, Anissa had that decision, debated Corey, <laughs> which she's hooked up with in the past. You remember that? No, and, I didn't remember yeah. That. They used to like make out and stuff. Um, and he, she ended up going with Kyle, which I think is the right decision for her sake. Kyle did not look thrilled with it. Um, yeah. And TJ's reaction was funny. He looked shell-shocked. And even Kyle said, I hate this game. You know. But you saw TJ, like, not trying to laugh at it. That was funny. It sucks. You know what? Like, I actually don't like it. I don't like. I didn't laugh at it. You didn't laugh at who or what? I, I don't think it's funny to, like, make Anissa, like, the joke because she's, like, not very good. I'll make Anissa the joke. You no want to make Anissa the joke? I have no problem. Anissa is, the, I know, a joke is I'm being. Right. But I, they are making her a joke. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm stuck with this dead weight, you know? Well, I'm sorry, but she is. She is dead yeah. weight. Anissa yeah. is so, this is what bugs me about Anissa. And you can't really criticize her because you don't want to body shame and it's you have to tread lightly talking about this sort of thing. 
but it's we talked about this earlier this season. It's an athletic competition, and there is zero chance that Nisa wins a final. So it's not about unless it's like ninety percent puzzles, unless it's ninety percent or endurance. Like she's good at everything except you know just like running and endurance, which happens to be the most of the final. Usually, what do you mean it's most of this? Is, that's every final there's yeah, ever been. I mean, that's usually the majority of the final. I mean, there are exceptions. I think I've seen some finals that it's were like, less winning. You know, it's the most famous example of this is Big Easy, right? Right. And who, who, by the way, was pretty coordinated and pretty good. And you know, they were scared to go against him in eliminations. Well, and that that actually is a good comparison to Anissa, who has a great right. elimination record. But Big Easy was dead weight, literally, in the final, uh, and um, almost literally. And right. um, yeah, you're, you're right. And Anissa is too. And Anissa is crying earlier this episode about, I hate how people, you know, get rid of me and screw me over so I can't get to the final. Well, part of that is on you, Anissa. I'd say the majority of it is on you because there, no one would win if you're their partner. I, you cannot convince me otherwise. Well, and also I think to your point, it's like, it kind of rubs me the wrong way in the sense that like, say you're in PE class and there's like a chubby person who's not good at lacrosse. It's like, you don't want to make fun of them for that. It's slightly different in the sense that this person is trying out for the lacrosse team. You know, like you're making a choice to do a sport that you're ill-equipped to do well in. So it's like, if you don't want to be, you know, shamed for, the, for your athletic ability, don't go on a show where it's largely athletic. Um, so I, it's in that sense, like it's her fault for putting herself in a situation where she's going to be dead weight. Exactly. Well, I don't know if I'm trying, if I'm shaming her, I, I, that's not my intention to shame her. However, you can't, it's, it, it's like the NBA. If you have a team with a player who you didn't score any points and then you're like, why am I getting criticized for not scoring any points? Like, no, that's what you need to do. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's kind of weird because Anissa is like early in the season. Remember she won two dailies with Fessy and she was doing well and she sometimes does well in, in dailies. And, but now she's like not even trying that hard. You know, it seems like she's kind of owning the fact that she's a layup now. And you can't do both. You can't, you know, kind of half-ass things and then get mad when people realize, like, you're not very good at this stuff. I think she's good at certain things. I think she's coordinated. I think she's like Big Easy in a lot of ways. She's, no, definitely. she's good in elimination. She won an elimination this season. But <laughs> the elephant in the room is that she can't complete a final. And that's what you need to do to win a million dollars. Absolutely. I mean, we're saying, like, the final is a specific set of skills like taken and that's like the one skill she does not have in the back is endurance so and imagine that, if you're kyle you know yeah. we're saying oh you're saying don't make fun of anisa or whatever well but imagine if you're kyle now you have zero chance to win if i agree anisa with you i totally agree with you i mean i just don't like the verbalizing it can't you just like be a good sport like you're screwed you know it make the best of it like you don't want to have to like embarrass the girl Okay. That's what I would do. You know, you you got to be like to that. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's a little bit of a bitter pill to swallow when you were cam two episodes ago. Yeah. You go from cam to Nani to Anissa back to back. (laughs) We were talking about how Kyle and cam were the favorites. And now we all thought they were going to win a couple episodes ago. 
And now it's almost like Kyle needs to go in again, right? If he can. Yeah. If that's Yeah. If he can, that's sort of what he needs to do. Absolutely. I mean, that what we're saying, I, I agree with you. Like Anissa is such dead weight. You cannot win with her, especially in a, in a world where if it's just partners, we don't even know if they're partners or not in the final. We're guessing so, but you could win with Gabby. You could even win with Big T, I think. You could win with Nani, you know, if you have a good day. You mean a final? A final, yeah. I'm not sure you could win with Big T. Gabby, though. I think Gabby could win a final if she had a great male partner. Maybe. Like Landon? Yeah, like Landon pushing that girl over the mountain. I forgot Carly. her name even. Carly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nani, too. I think Nani could win a final um, with a great partner and, and like some luck. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine, but I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's going to be her and Fessy, though. So if you had to sort of, since we have time, there was such a short episode. If you had to power rank, you know, these finalists, let, let me give them to you. Because we're judging based on the final. And that set of skills. One of them is Leroy and Casey. Just grade of one to 10, so we can keep track, maybe. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, because we might forget one. otherwise. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me. Leroy Casey is is a seven and a half or eight. I'll say eight. Yeah, I tend to agree. Okay, so now Fessy and his new partner, Nani. The six, six and a half. Kyle and his new partner, Anissa. Zero. <laughs> I don't, I didn't go that far. I give him like a two. Um, CT and his recent partner, Cam. Oh, this is the question. Yeah. They're the wild so card. The, no, it's that for me, it's between them and Casey and Leroy. So you so, gave the Casey and Leroy an eight. So what would you give CT and Cam? Oh man, that's, that's the million dollar question. I give them an 8.3. Wow. See, I would, I think Leroy and Casey are better. I think their endurance is going to be better. I know. That's why I'm trying to make it close. I think it's a bit of a, I don't have a great answer, but I think those are the two favorites. But what about Darrell and Amber? You always forget Darrell and he has a pretty good partner. I always forget about them. Yeah. They're maybe like a seven. Yeah. I think they're right up there. And then. Because I don't completely trust Amber. And then Corey and Big T don't have skulls. So I don't know if we can include them. But if we did, I would, they would say be low. Like, they would be like a four, <laughs> right. right? It's like theoretically possible if they had like a big time help or something or they everyone else took a wrong turn somewhere. But that's sort of the pecking order to me. It's like the tier one is Leroy, Casey, um, CT and Cam. Then right below them is Darrell and Amber, right? right. For me, at least. And then it's Corey and Big T, if, if they even apply. And then it's... All right, Fessy and Nani, yeah. No, Fessy and Nani above them, then Corey and Big T, and then um, Kyle and Anissa. Yeah. If I had to bet right now, and we don't do spoilers, I don't know the answer, I would think Leroy and Casey are the favorites right now. I think the show, even with the show kind of setting them up that way, and I think Casey, you know, she didn't dominate last season in the final, but I still think she's the best female in the final. And Leroy's shown himself to be, you know, one of the best guys. I think their like combined skill yeah. set is the favorite. Well, hopefully it will be a good because I, I the this season has sort of ran out of gas to me. And yes, 
I think we have to make a lot out of this matchup here that it seems like it could be a competitive final. Hopefully we'll be great. Well, based on like the show and the storylines, it seems like it's Leroy versus Cam in the final. Yes. Like one of those two teams. One of those two is going to win to me. I would, I would tend to agree. Um, And that's a good matchup. Those, those two teams. Yeah. And if, if they're, you know, a couple, they're not like married, are they? They're not. I don't think so. Remember that one couple that was like secretly married randomly <laughs> like last year? It was like the rookie team was like, hey, we're married. I'm like, what? They're like 22. Well, you're talking about Swaggy. Swaggy. They were married, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They were married. <laughs> so Leroy and Cam are essentially married. So either of them winning, I guess, would help them. But you well, better hope like that's Tori a good relationship. And, well, it was. It, we would have said that about Tori and Jordan on War of that's the World. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so looking ahead... I think there's going to be one episode left and sort of a purge, or do you think they're going to actually do a full guys elimination, a full female elimination episode? This could be their time to finally do a double elimination. Yeah, I think they have to. And and, uh, to your point, like they have to penalize people for never going in. And if Corey and big T both get their chance, then they didn't penalize them at all. I don't know if they will. I think it'll be a double elimination and you know, TJ keeps saying, you guys have no idea what is really happening. <laughs> Are you sure, TJ? Because I think they've, they've gotten it, it right every single week. It's been kind of like predictable in that way. So they have to try and do some curveball, right? Yeah, they really haven't been able to. And part of that is injuries and, and low I think of most, I, it's hard to blame them because I think they had plans for that, but. We talked but about that. You may, I could sense your scent, you know, mad and you're taking that on a Nani, but it's the show's lost some steam this season. The show's definitely lost steam. And it's a bummer because I was so excited for it. I think it started off really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much of that was just in contrast to last season. Um, and I feel like it's really chugging along here, trying to get to the finish line. Yeah. We need a twist. We need a good rivalry. We need something. Losing, we lost Wes early. Devin tried to be a villain, but didn't really like, he didn't have enough power to really like flaunt it. And so many of the competitors right now are just like, you know, not deer in headlights, but just sort of like empty vessels, you know, like somebody like Casey, who I really like, I think she's a good on this good competitor. She seems like a nice person. Like she's not a personality, you know, she's not like shaking things up. And a lot of the people like Durrell's like that too. He's like, he's just there, you know? Fessy's another example of that. Well, Fessy tries to be a personality, I think. Oh. Don't you think? Like, there's a lot of like Fessy time this episode. But I don't think that, I think it's just a vacuum. Like the Messy Fessy. Did. Has anyone said that? He's kind of messy Fessy with his love triangles. No, Fessy's not a big personality. Sorry. And, you know, I think it's- Kyle. Kyle's had to carry a lot of the humor. Well, and before this episode, Devin. Yeah. Devin and uh, Kyle have been trying the best to like, or even Amber B who I, I also like, you know, as a person is another like, kind just, of, yeah. Like blank slate and big T's done a good job too. Um, personality wise. Uh, okay. So stock up, stock down. I'm going to mention some of the pe- those people now stock up, stock down based on our prior expectations. You want to give a stock down right now to the show. Cause you think it's losing steam. Yeah mercifully short episode though right i'm glad that they didn't extend it if they didn't have the material i suppose it's faint <laughs> praise right you didn't have enough to show so uh, well give me somebody to give me some optimism give me some person that you actually liked more i actually have one if i know it i couldn't come up with anyone except 
Mm-hmm. Tori. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Why? She was in a DoorDash commercial. Really? Yeah, she was in a, in a, I think it was for, I didn't actually stop to pause and actually watch it, but it was a DoorDash commercial in the, in the challenge. Oh, show. I didn't see it. Was it, was she advertised as Tori? Yeah, I think it was like, or was she was just catered, like an actress. No, no, no. It was like catered to this audience. Like, Hey guys, it's Tori from the chat. Like, Oh, good I for her. That was good for her. Right. That's not a big, that's a big deal. Yeah. And she, she has that sort of, you know, aura that's making men fall in love with her, I guess too. Yeah. So that was, so that's where I was scraping to try and find stock ups. Cause I couldn't. <laughs> uh, I actually had a legit one or more legit. And we gave it to him last week, I think too, but Leroy, and I'll tell you why. I like the fact that he's like loyal and a good friend to Nani, who is not maybe the easiest person to be good friends with because she's so erratic all the time. But yeah. he like genuinely is rooting for her. He was cheering her on, even well, though she probably has no chance of winning. You know, like he he's really like looking out for her as best he can. That's true. And it just was the 10 year anniversary of that season. Right. My favorite real world season, I always say. Well, it kind of reminds me of Casey, like supporting Josh in that way. Like they're, they're always like that friend that's not the easiest person to be friends with, but you're going to stick with them and have your yeah. own like relationship. And there's nothing romantic about it. There's nothing, you know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. I guess I'm more literal in my thinking. I, I think that Leroy's stock is so high for me. That, right. Well, because I was a little down on him early in the season and, and I'm starting were, to rebound. I wasn't. And Nani, you know, I think Nani's more an obvious stock up. So we try not to reward the people for winning. Um. But she, you know, even in more ways than that, she like, you know, stepped up. She tried hard. She would definitely she, be a maybe the exception to our rule. Like she would definitely be a stock up because this was such a big win for her in her stock. You know what I mean? Just prove that she was capable, which is a big. Yeah. A big after 10 big, seasons of like proving she belongs, you know, she's not just a legit like to your point, a very competitive, like a physical yeah. not joke elimination. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then um, any stock downs that you saw. Although it is offset by Nani to not try in the daily. That is a little that's bit. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. But it wouldn't have mattered though. True. But she was wanted to be given the opportunity rather than taking it. That's true. Um, stock downs. Yeah. Anissa. Ooh. It's not even a question. But why? Why? Cause she, cause, cause she's not in great shape. What, what no. You... Cause I don't like the pity party. She keeps throwing herself. Oh, interesting. Every episode that she, this comes up, like she's some victim. I, I don't understand that to me. That's fair. It's sort of like little Amber who was complaining, like, you guys don't know what I'm capable of. You don't. And then you know, weren't capable of much, you know? Um, yeah. Well, Denise, I keep saying that. I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but she paints it as some betrayal. Uh, people are not loyal to her. Like they owe her. Right. Okay. Just because be she's nice. friends with them. Yeah. I'll be nice to Anissa. I'll give up my million dollars. I'll be your partner. Like, no, that's not, you can't expect that of people. That's actually being selfish. You're right. That's fair. I'll give you that one. But I think I have a better one. And who is more of an episode highlight, you know, the spy who loved Fessy was in the title. Like Fessy was just like rubbing me the wrong way all episode long. Yeah. He was well, just so Fessy, gross. He's definitely not popular with this audience for well, sure he's not about i used to like him actually you did like him 
Yeah, because I, I gave him the benefit so... of the doubt because he was so introverted. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. you totally are right, actually. You were like, he's such a deep thinker. Well, the, very... <laughs> you were the, like that. Maybe he should stay introverted because his personality is not a good one. Um, but the, that's actually um, really funny because I guarantee if we re-listen, you kind of did like him. because I did like him for that reason because I'm like, he's just kind of like competitive or whatever. I just didn't like the I'm very down. I, I didn't like his a few lines that I wrote down. I, I'm very observant and I've observed you line was just weird to me and creepy. Um, and then I didn't like that uh, he was allegedly in this complex situation that doesn't seem complex unless there's details we don't know about with the Tory stuff. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's not a good look. And then there's one more. Um, and so Gabby leaves and then he goes, oh, I'll be sad to see her leave. I'll, I'm lonely without her or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Gabby, I think, somewhat genuinely says, oh, Fessy, I'll see you when this is over. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of made a face like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that made me think that he is not genuinely into her. And maybe he did try to use her to get switched over as partner. So I don't think he was using her to get switched over. I think he was using her for more just. Like I don't want to like a one night stand kind of thing. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's not a good look. I'm sorry. Not a good look for Fessy, the introvert. Um, There's one funny line that you reminded me of this. When they're doing the daily and Fessy was throwing it, right? And like throwing up and stuff. Anissa tells him, oh my God, you should... You need to be. You should become a bad actor. Like, you should be an actor, a really bad actor. Yeah, like you should become. It's like people don't try to do that for work to be bad actors. But anyway, <laughs> there are a few. Um, the one other reason I think we can strip Nani. Also, I agree with you on the quitting the daily, and also when she switched to Fessy, I wrote down her line. She goes, "Oh, I'll work out. I promise." It's like a little late there, honey. <laughs> like you're one a week away from the final. I don't know how, like, how good of a workout, you know, Someone like would, Barry's boot camp funny, you're going to do. That's another funny line. Someone in the beginning, middle portion of the episode, they were talking to Nani, who was psyching herself up to go in. And I forget who was. Another girl was telling her, it was like, you know, Nani, you're really good. You get up every morning. <laughs> that was one of her virtues. Well, I think she, they met, you get up every morning and work out. Well, they didn't say that. <laughs> Getting out of bed is the first step. Oh, and there's another line I hated about Fessy today. Talking about Gabby, he goes, she's my little boo thing in the game right now. I just wrote down like, ugh, this guy is like just gross and weird, <laughs> like a creeper. I mean, he is, I don't know, like we thought maybe he was not athletic as a kid. He said he was overweight as a kid, but like his whole like ladies man he persona. Was shy was, as a kid. He said he was shy as a yeah, kid. Yeah, shy kid. I think he was overweight as a kid too, but like whatever like ladies man it's like tim meadows kind of ladies man he's just like this is creepy and it's just not good well there's one not charming where your thing falls apart though is that he was able to get that's her. true yeah so you kind of it's sort of you the part of you have to and maybe he did have a crack in the tory jordan relationship maybe he did cause that crack to his credit or his detriment whatever you want to phrase it yeah um I don't know. I think it's just them being in the house and bored and lonely. And no, I, no one's going to argue with you if you say Fessy stock down at any point. I think he's probably the least popular character. Yeah, well, he. I, I'm not rooting for him now. I used to root for him, honestly. Um. So overall, Spy Who Loved Fessy, bad episode, mercifully short. Give it like a C. I don't know. What would you give it? I'd give it a D at, yeah. at best. It I like the elimination. Though. The elimination thought... was the only redeeming part, yes. 
And going forward, what has to happen to, to redeem this season? Cause it's on a downward slope. You know, Leroy winning in a, in a, in a interesting grueling final would be pretty cool. I like Leroy. He's never won. He keeps saying it's his last season. It would be sort of a storybook ending for him. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to predict what, I mean, I would love it if like big T won, but I don't yeah. see that happening. Or CT even would be, I, you know, I'm, I'm back in on CT. I'm sorry. I know we were back harsh on him last week. Yeah, but uh, CT won relatively recently. He did, but it's always nice to see these old vets get next. It's like Tom Brady. Like you just kind of tip your hat to them eventually. Yeah. I think you're right. The, the, you touched on something I think is really key. We really need a great final. A great, grueling final. Some Which finals have been kind of weak. We haven't had a real great one for a while now. I yeah, I don't know why. You think they keep stepping it up, and then they like suddenly like toned it down. You know why? It's because they have it in, in sections, and then if you win the section by an hour, you get like a five-minute head start on the next section. It like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think they try to keep it close for that reason, but it just doesn't work. Like I want to see like people freaking pass out and like have to be wheeled off. I, I mean, I just need Polly to come back. <laughs> yeah we do miss Polly. i miss cara maria too she would have been helpful in the season and you know even to that point like paulie and cara maria like love them or hate them like they were swinging you know they came in swinging and they wanted to win and they wanted to make moves well, they're and definitely we- characters and of course the biggest omission is the best challenger of all time johnny isn't this on this season so right and then he kind of redeemed last season by winning and so it would be nice to see you know, CT or Durrell, you know, old vet win, or to your point, like Leroy or Cam finally getting a win would be nice for them. Yes. I, I'm not like against- Nisa, Hey, I mean, as much as we criticize Nisa, if somehow she wins the show, yeah, you know, somehow we'll give her a standing ovation. We need to study humanity and like figure out what happens because that would have been the most miraculous thing that to ever occur. But are you willing to bet the podcast? If Anissa wins, you, we will stop doing the show. <laughs> for sure <laughs> Could I not, just, not against her just because we we are she has humiliated us is there is there anything i can win if, if we're getting this bad right you I, get a season three we'll talk to the underdog i think we're doing okay so hopefully we'll have a season three of our little show season whatever 29 of their actual show i'm not sure that bets on the board in vegas they're like that's <laughs> you know we do have a we joke about it all the time we do have an in with like some online sporting books and we just can't they even told us like you can make odds if you want for the show and put them online but the problem is we can't because it's pre-taped so they don't allow you know events that are pre-taped but if it was live we could have we could have been the bookie for the show that makes sense um all right so we know what we think is going to happen um hopefully a better the next that week is going to be the most interesting maybe in a while because all the skulls have been dished out to be determined what happens. It might be the first time that we do not see a predictable episode. Let's hope. All right. We'll be here either way. Don Jake, thanks for joining us. Um, talk to you next week. Bye.